I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Asheris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Monday, March 20th. Here are today's headlines. Former President Donald Trump says he's going to be arrested on Tuesday and is calling for protests in response. On Saturday morning, Trump posted on his social media account, True Social, will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. And he added, protest, take our nation back. Trump is facing a possible indictment over supposed hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels. Daniels claims she and Trump had an affair and she was paid to stay quiet about it. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has been leading this investigation into the hush money payments and Donald Trump's alleged involvement in the situation. But some Republicans are claiming that Bragg's investigation is politically motivated. On Monday, House GOP members Jim Jordan, Brian Steele, and James Comer sent a letter to Bragg demanding communications, documents, and testimony from Bragg related to his investigation into Trump. They wrote in the letter to Bragg that in light of the serious consequences of your actions, we expect that you will testify about what plainly appears to be a politically motivated prosecutorial decision. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was asked about Trump and Bragg's investigation into Trump during a press conference earlier today. DeSantis says, well, he doesn't know what's going to happen to Trump. Bragg is a Soros-funded prosecutor who is failing to prosecute crimes in New York City. He, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. It remains to be seen whether or not Trump will be indicted this week. But if he is, that would be the first time in history a former president has been indicted. Meanwhile, Chinese leader Xi Jinping arrived in Russia earlier today to kick off three days of meetings with Russian officials, including President Vladimir Putin. The trip to Moscow marks Xi Jinping's first international trip this year. The two leaders say the three-day trip is a time to further solidify their no-limits friendship. At the start of their meeting at the Kremlin today, Putin congratulated Xi on his recent re-election. Putin also said China has made a colossal leap ahead in its development in recent years and added it's causing genuine interest all around the world and we even feel a bit envious. The war in Ukraine is, of course, on the agenda for the two leaders to discuss. China has put forth a proposal for a political settlement in Ukraine. Putin addressed this on Monday, saying we will discuss all those issues, including your initiative, that we highly respect. Senior research fellow in the Heritage Foundation's Center for National Defense, Dakota Wood, told the Daily Signal that she is positioning China to be seen as the calm, rational actor able to reconcile warring parties, displacing the United States that until this point in time has been seen as the most substantial actor in this regard. Wood added that America should be concerned over the growing relationship between Russia and China because both countries would benefit from dividing U.S. attention in their respective regions, pressuring America's ability to defend its interests, and causing U.S. allies and partners to question whether America is up to the challenge of remaining a dominant player in global affairs. The initial meeting between Putin and Xi Jinping lasted four and a half hours today. 
The meeting between China and Russia comes just days after the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Putin on grounds of war crimes. Meanwhile, back in America, Amazon is preparing to lay off 9,000 more employees. Amazon CEO Andy Jassy made the announcement Monday morning. This is the second recent wave of mass layoffs at Amazon. The company previously announced layoffs of 18,000 positions. So why is Amazon cutting its staff so drastically right now? Jassy says the layoffs are due to the uncertain economy in which we reside and the uncertainty that exists in the near future. The layoffs follow directly after Amazon finished its annual planning process. The Seattle Times reports that the majority of layoffs are expected to come from Amazon Web Services, Advertising, Human Resources, and Twitch, which is Amazon's gaming division. Amazon hired about 800,000 employees during the COVID-19 pandemic. With everyone shopping online, Amazon needed the additional staff to keep up with the demand. But with more people back to shopping in brick-and-mortar stores, demand does not appear to be what it once was. But Amazon is far from the only tech giant to be slashing jobs right now. Facebook's parent company, Meta, just announced last week that it will cut 10,000 jobs in the coming weeks and months. President Biden vetoed his first bill earlier today. The bill had to do with retirement fund investments. The bill aimed at undoing a Biden administration rule. The rule allows investors to consider environmental, social, and governance factors when making investments. These are commonly referred to as ESG. In an announcement on Twitter, Biden said the bill makes sense to veto. I just signed this veto because the legislation passed by the Congress would put at risk the retirement savings of individuals across the country. They couldn't take into consideration investments that wouldn't be impacted by climate, impacted by overpaying executives, and that's why I decided to veto it. It makes sense to veto it. But those in Congress who voted in support of the bill, of course, disagree with the president. In response to Biden's veto, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tweeted, In his first veto, Biden just sided with woke Wall Street over workers. Tells you exactly where his priorities lie. Now, despite a bipartisan vote to block his ESG agenda, it's clear Biden wants Wall Street to use your retirement savings to fund his far-left political causes. Both Democrat Senators Joe Manchin of West Virginia and John Tester of Montana joined Republicans in voting for the bill because they said Biden's rule promoting ESG investments was a government overreach. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us here on The Daily Signal tomorrow morning. I'm going to be sitting down with Heritage Foundation legal expert Zach Smith to discuss the possible charges against former President Donald Trump and whether or not Trump might be arrested on Tuesday. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you all have a great evening, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.